Now, the topic for tonight will be slightly different. It's an interesting one. I've noticed something in my personal practice. There are a lot of things that I've learned that I want to be able to pass on. That's how all of this came about all those years ago in 2013. Because I benefited from a number of different practices when I was asked by some friends to teach them meditation, I took them up on that and so here we are now all these years later and one of the things that I learned in the early days was that it's not possible to transfer a pure set of practices from one person to another and expect the same results. This is something that I've mentioned a number of times is that everyone is on a spectrum of response for every practice. Let's say, for example, I teach a relaxation practice to 20 students and I ask them how relaxed they feel on a scale of 1 to 10. Then we'll get everything from somebody for whom it doesn't benefit them at all right the way up to somebody who says, oh, that was the most relaxing experience I've ever had. And we'll have everything in between. So as a result of that, that's one of the reasons that I teach such a wide variety of meditations. But I only teach meditations that I have benefited from. Because if I don't benefit from them, how can I? teach them. I don't understand how that could be. But that set of meditations and practices has grown. Those of you that have been with me for, and some of you have been attending for a number of years, you'll have seen quite considerable changes. I've got 250 podcast episodes. If you want to dig into the past training of Bromley Mindfulness, you'll see that I had a different bell. I've had, this is the third bell, and the bell is now a lot more part of the practice for a lot of good reasons. There are all sorts of things that have changed, and that's because what I learn, I pass on once I've validated it. What I tend to do is if I've got a group of students who are experienced and I have a new practice, I'll bring that in and I'll pass that practice on and see what response I get from that group of students who basically become like a focus group where I'm testing something that I've learned out on you and then I'll incorporate it in my training if the level of benefit that we get from it exceeds one of the other practices. The stress management practices have changed quite a lot. The foundational practices haven't changed, but the way that I've taught them has changed because I learned that 
teaching things in a different way it gains more benefit for my students. The thing that's happened is when I first started to teach mindfulness and meditation, what I really wanted more than anything else was to teach a practice that I'd benefited hugely from. It was the thing called emotional release, a particular sort of emotional release. We all accumulate difficult emotions. Here's a couple of examples that we all know that either we accumulate or that we've seen others around us do it. One is resentment. So I'm not happy about being treated like this. I'm not happy about my life. I'm not happy about how I'm perceived. And there'll be perceived persecutors for this. And then the other thing that people tend to accumulate is fear and insecurity if you have a fear other fears can attach to it yeah. I won't go too deeply into this but just for example somebody goes to the doctors and they're told about something that's related to their health and then that can grow that's as far as I'll go on that one and there's a whole lot of other examples of this where we build up a, a stack of uncomfortable and very often unhelpful feelings and it builds up what emotional release does is it allows you to release those Everything that there is within your mind can be let go of. Whatever it is you happen to believe, whatever it is that happens to be a trait, it can be let go of, released. But what I learned was that transferring this knowledge wasn't particularly easy. And so I've learned over the years that the most beneficial practice for these uncomfortable, unhelpful emotions. And not every negative emotion is unhelpful. Some of them are there for a very good reason. It's nature's carrot and stick. Sometimes it has a stick to do things like forcing us to focus on others or engage or connect or whatever it might happen to be. But something like resentment's no use to anyone. So I've learned that the most universal way of working through this collection of uncomfortable emotions is through a thing called acceptance. And you might have heard about acceptance. There's a therapy that's focused on acceptance. ACT, Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. Acceptance finds its way into a lot of therapies and it finds its way into a lot of teaching and it's part of meditation. One of the things we're doing is learning to sit with 
uncomfortable emotions. And so there's meditations very specifically for that, such as the neutral spot meditation. But one of the things that I'd never done, and I suppose the reason I'd never done it, was because I had this capacity to do emotional release. So if something was actually causing me emotional pain, I could sit down and release it, and I still can. But there's one situation where I couldn't. The reason for that is, let's say you feel fearful about something. You don't need to know exactly what the fear is, but you need to know that it's fear. Yeah. So then you can sit down and you can do emotional release on fear. The situation where I couldn't really do that was in the middle of the night when I would wake up. I've noticed that when I do wake up in the night, I wake up in all sorts of different moods. don't know if you've noticed this. I think it's quite common. Sometimes you wake up and you're in a bit of a floaty place, so you just go back to sleep. And I think what it is, probably, is the dreams working. Then sometimes we wake up, and I'm pretty confident I'm not alone here, is that you wake up and it's like you've been through the mill emotionally. And the sort of thing that I would have done in the past would have been to maybe get up and go to the kitchen and have a cup of tea and come back to bed. A lot of meditations. And I'd get to sleep reasonably quickly. But there would be a chunk out of the night. And what I've done instead is meditative acceptance for how I feel. What I mean by that is this. When I speak about acceptance, I use Eckhart Toller's explanation of acceptance which is allowing yourself to feel however you feel in the present moment. But doing that takes a bit of practice. And so what I've been doing, whenever I've woken up and my emotional state is in an uncomfortable place, open up to all the feelings in the body. We've done a lot of practice on focus. What I do is I open my focus to let in all of the feelings in the body. And unconditionally, I'm not expecting to be able to separate out comfortable from uncomfortable emotions or any such thing. It's the totality of all of the feelings in the body and drift off to sleep again. It neutralizes it. And that's essentially what happens with the practices that are designed for sitting with uncomfortable emotion. They're not designed for us to continue to sit with the emotion designed for us to continue our meditation like the neutral spot meditation they're there to neutralize the uncomfortable feelings in the body so we can continue our meditation they're not there so that we can continue feeling the uncomfortable feelings 
The end result of all of the emotional regulation practices that I teach, the goal of them all, is to feel better. Because if you have an uncomfortable emotion, if you're actually making progress with it, you feel better. Because it's the badness of the feeling that makes it uncomfortable. We've done a variety of different open awareness and focused attention meditations. And we also do body focus meditation. But what I'm going to do now is probably for the rest of this week, do a lot more. We did a body scan the other day, for example. It's all part of this idea of focus on the body. And what I want is to help you all become so skilled at focusing on your physiology and tuning into it and releasing stress and learning how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and all of that, that you are able to then accept all of the uncomfortable feelings and neutralize them. It's a very powerful thing. So we'll start off like we normally do with the bell. You either close your eyes or half close them and look down at the floor. 45 degrees in front of you, just so you don't get distracted by anything that's around you. And focus your one and only attention on the sound of the bell as it moves through time. So what we're doing is focusing on the present moment. And that movement into the present moment allows us to connect to the other elements of the present moment that are continuous, persistent, and neutral. 
such as the breath. This is why we focus on the breath. It's continuous, persistent, it's portable, where we go the breath goes, it's there all the time. And it's neutral. We can't distinguish between good and bad breaths. And notice that each breath is continuous because it's cyclical. It's a rising and falling, but more like a wheel spinning than something being lifted and then dropped. You can notice it in the belly, you can notice it in the nostrils, you can notice the shoulders rising and falling, the air hitting the back of the throat. But in each case, it's consistent and persistent and continuous. And we become aware of thought, unaware of the focus of the mind on thought. And we notice the pull of the mind towards our internal narrative. And that's as designed.
by becoming familiar with the mind. The more gently we focus on the breath, the more gentle the pull of the mind becomes. This is the paradox of the mind. We experience very often the opposite of what we would experience in the material world. So make your focus on the breath as light and soft and gentle as you can. When the volume of the thoughts or the pull of the internal narrative grows, you respond by making your focus on your breath softer, lighter, and gentler. We reduce the period of time that we're noticing the breath and we do that by noticing the entire breath all the way up all the way down. all the way up, all the way down. Practice that for the next few minutes, soft and gentle, focus on the breath.
Okay, now we're going to practice this soft and gentle focus on the body. What we'll do is we'll focus on those places where there is stress. We'll begin with the eyes. Check in with your physiology, your body will tell you if you're in the most relaxing possible posture or not. It's not a thinking process. We feel our way into an open, balanced and relaxed posture. And we focus our attention on the center of the eyeballs, right in the middle of each eyeball, both of them at the same time. A soft, gentle focus. We connect to our out-breaths. There's only two things happening. An awareness of the center of the eyeballs. And an awareness of the out-breath. that focus on the out breath will help our eyes to relax. We just need to allow the out breath to do its work.
And now we move our attention to the mouth and lips and the jaw. Notice the sensation of your tongue gently in contact with the sharp part of the bottom teeth. So it's gently resting on the bottom teeth. And this time, gentle, gentle, gentle awareness of the jaw. Awareness of the jaw muscles up where they connect to the skull in front of the ear. Just staying in contact with the passage of the present moment through time by an awareness of the breath and the sensations of the jaw. And an awareness of those muscles just in front of the ear which is what tightens our jaw. And we're just noticing that with an out-breath. Now gently move your attention to your shoulders with the head balanced comfortably and the elbows by the side. Again a very soft, light, gentle focus on the shoulder muscles.
Noticing the shoulders rising and falling. Connecting to the out breath. Now the hands, placing the first fingertip and the thumb tip very gently in contact. So lightly that you can slide a cigarette paper between them. So that's a very gentle contact and a very gentle focus on that contact. And again, noticing the breath drifting out of the body. back to the breath, noticing the breath rising and falling. again in your very, very own time. Gently return your attention to your surroundings. you a little bit of insight into the approach that we'll be taking to this difficult journey into the uncomfortable emotions. It'll be all like that. Uh, that's as tough as it needs to get. Because, uh, as I explained, the, the mind is not like the external world. We don't have to you know, 
grit our teeth and sit with our discomfort and it's all baloney. What we actually want to do is build the skills to be able to accept all feelings, all thoughts, whether it's us or others, all uncomfortable emotions and unhelpful thoughts and all of this and allow it all into our awareness and accept it. There you go. So that's the one of the first steps on the acceptance journey for the em- emotional focus and emotional acceptance and resilience and regulation training.